Catholic Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now, D. Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show. The show that is all about you and your life and your world. Today is a special live edition of the Sunday morning show. You know, as broadcasters, it is our responsibility. It is our privilege to inform the public in all moments, but especially in critical moments like what we're all experiencing right now with the spread of the coronavirus. And I'm excited to have Ted Schubel alongside for the Sunday morning show. Gosh, Ted, there's uh, no doubt that our routine has been shaken up quite a bit, even in the last week. You, you think about what we were doing last weekend and the things we took for granted, the places we went, how we operated. All you know, it's all flipped out its head right now, and, and everything's different. You, you noticed coming in today, going by a couple of the larger churches in this area, which on, on a Sunday morning at this time would be starting to fill up, and, and, and people filtering in, and a number of them have uh, have. Closed. They're not having, you know, services. They're having services online today. You know, empty parking lots and the road not nearly as busy today. No, not at all. And and really, the uh, gosh, the response to the grocery stores and the you know the kind of panic buying that mm -hmm. you're seeing kind of really, I I think came to a head in our area on Friday. Like I felt like Thursday and Friday, really everybody was just like, oh maybe we should stock up. That was kind of the the theme. You told me, I remember Thursday night, you experienced it. I heard from a number of people, like you say, on, that Friday night at all grocery stores, or either there were long lines or there, there weren't people. That one store had an armed, somebody, you know, an armed guard by the by the toilet paper yeah. and the and by the by the disinfectant areas you know limiting how much you could take yeah friday the same thing i uh, went back out friday and uh, same sort of thing like there was there was a police officer stationed outside of wegmans yeah. um and and you know just just in case there was a situation where we're going to fight over or we're going to yeah. get into something because there's a panic feel going on that was unsettling it's in the middle of the day to see Yes. An officer outside of Wegmans. That was a little unsettling, but at the same time, I totally understand it because everything was on edge. Um, I hate to even, and I know a lot of people are, are wondering because, you know, when you when you listen and get updated on what's going on and you watch the coverage on the news or you, you know, get something on your feed, you, you immediately want to know what the numbers are. I hate to even discuss the numbers too much, but unfortunately, there's a number we... We were all afraid would happen. Inevitably, and, it has happened. And it's happening everywhere. Yeah. So we, Every state. We do have an official death confirmed, mm -hmm. uh, the first death confirmed tied to the coronavirus yeah. in Virginia. Yeah, in, in the, the the Peninsula Health District, which is down in the Hampton Roads area. I, I think this this victim was around Norfolk. But 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 down there, that's, it was, uh, I think he was in his 50s, but that that's the first. And the numbers, we're going to see the numbers keep going up. You see, you, you see it everywhere. And we're, in, we're, I think, somewhere in the 40s right now. But it's obviously a lot higher. It's just that the problem is testing. And, and that's that's a whole nother issue. It the, is, the, yeah. The, the, the fact that there's not the kits and there's not the testing going on. So so even though we, we, we have a number, we, we know it's not close to what is you know what actually exists out there well that's why you even hate to talk about the the numbers because they change so rapidly now they do. and they will continue to change what what i have found to be i guess 
I'm not even surprising. It's just so unsettling. And I know it adds to the, the worry around the whole thing is when we were looking at some numbers from the governor's office um, on Thursday, it was around 17 confirm, confirmed cases. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at numbers as of yesterday that the uh, governor's office confirmed around 45. Yeah. So you see even from Thursday to yesterday how quickly that changed. And you've you've figured that that and that tells you and, and, and the, how quickly it is changing that by early week we're going to be over a hundred and then it just keeps going from there. Yeah, and, and you uh, hope that what we're doing it it does you know kind of level off after a bit. Yeah, that is that is the uh, I, I think the theme that I'm hearing from from everyone is like, well, gosh, I hope this works. What mm-hmm. we're doing because that's that's the idea is is can we slow down the numbers here, if at all possible. Um, Of course, in the meantime, over the weekend, um, the D.C. area, Maryland, and Virginia have all declared states of emergency. And we now know where we are with some of the schools, most of the schools. We know where we are with that. Everybody, the governor closed schools for, for two weeks. In Orange County, they uh, their their spring break was going to be in April, and the way everything worked out, they have just closed. Orange County is closed for a month, and you know the two weeks is it's going to be longer than two weeks. But uh, for the for the moment, most schools in this area are closed this this coming week for spring break, and then they'll be off the next week. But but everybody has made plans. And this will be much longer than two weeks. What are you hearing about the testing? Um, I know that's a big concern. I mean, you know, can you get the test? Where do we get the test? How? When should we get the test? There's a lot of questions around it that I'm not sure health officials even they don't can answer they fully. Can't. No, and there aren't the tests. That's the problem. The state is the, the Virginia and, and and most other states are, are woefully way behind, and they're trying to catch up. But unfortunately, there aren't the tests right now. Mm-hmm. And in that, most places. And that's the thing I think that also adds to the fear, you know, where people are like, yeah. well, what do we do? Yeah. Um, and, and from what I have understood from health officials across the board, national, local, is that if you are if, if you are experiencing something where you would normally think to yourself, I'm experiencing some sort of symptoms, would you normally go to the doctor for whatever those symptoms are that you're experiencing? Would you normally go to the ER? Would you normally go to the urgent care for those symptoms? If you would, then that would be something you should obviously continue to do, get checked out the same way. And if you're going to go to your if you're going to go to your doctor and, and you think you may have it, I know you are asked to call them in advance. Right. So they can be prepared for you. One of the things that you, that you you do here is it's a it's a, a real high fever and shortness of breath seems to be the two that that kind of a little bit might differentiate it from a from normal flu that that when when, when those two things pop up you 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 may have it but yeah. again it's it's the, the the test that tells you and there just aren't the tests. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Um, and and so yeah, if you would normally go, you know, make the call first. If you're going to your doctor, um, if you need to be seen, urgent care, ER. Obviously, they they want to see you if if at all possible. You know, this isn't a situation where the hospitals are saying don't come. They're yeah. not. They're not saying don't come and get checked out by any stretch. So I think it's just important to like where where are my symptoms or what am I thinking? Yeah. You know, I've got going on. Unfortunately, this is alongside the time of the flu and the time of allergy season kicking into full gear. And not not everybody who is who gets sick has the coronavirus. That's the other thing because we well, we saw the the uh, he wasn't sick, but.
but the the president had been in in contact with uh, some world leaders who have had it. He was tested, and and, and he's okay at this point. But uh, no, I've I've heard of a, a number of people who thought I might have it. They went in, they were tested, and it's it's just flu, and it'll, you know couple days they'll be fine um speaking of healthcare officials and uh the hospital and our sponsor here for the uh sunday morning show is mary washington healthcare um i i know that they are they have made some announcements recently and they're of course trying to stay on top of things and do their part eight o'clock tonight at at mary washington healthcare will uh there will be no more visitors uh Allowed it, which Mary makes Washington. sense. It does. It, it, it does. Uh, Dr. Christopher Newman is the uh, the chief medical officer and operating officer at uh, at Mary Washington Healthcare. Eight o'clock tonight will be the the, the cutoff and uh, no visitors at Mary Washington Hospital. As of Monday morning, we are going to end visitation at our facilities at this point, with the exception of laboring mothers who will be able to have um, a laboring partner or uh, minor children, uh, newborns, and our neonatal intensive care unit where parents or uh, guardians will be uh, allowed to visit. Um, This is critical because uh, a lot of our um, patients are high risk. Uh, They're sick with other illnesses and we need to protect them. We also need to protect our healthcare workers uh, so that they are well and able to care for um, uh, people as we uh, face this uh, coronavirus epidemic. Um, We're actually in the midst of constructing a field hospital in the parking deck adjacent to our emergency department in Mary Washington Healthcare, um, which will allow us to uh, take care of about 100 to 150 more patients in the emergency room a day and allow us to separate those that are, um, we're suspecting coronavirus from people who may have other medical conditions. Um, We're also having contingencies around um, increasing our ICU capacity, uh, ventilators, Uh, and other uh, things, including eventually uh, canceling elective procedures and things to uh, create additional capacity. And with the anticipated closure of schools, uh, this creates uh, childcare issues. So we wanna make sure that our uh, frontline healthcare providers uh, have the ability to come to work. Um, So we are making plans uh, for childcare for our frontline staff at present. Dr. Christopher Newman, Chief Medical Officer and Operating Officer at, at Mary Washington Healthcare. Just the fact that they're, what got me was the fact that they're constructing, you know, a, a facility on the parking deck to, to handle a lot of the overflow shows you the preparation, but also the seriousness and in, in, in why all of the things that, ha- that have happened over the last four or five days are happening. Yeah, it makes you feel good that they're doing these things, makes you feel crazy because it adds to your fear at yeah. the same time. You know, I mean, yeah. that's really that's really kind of what's happening. Like, we're we're happy that these things are going into place. I, and, you know, the hospital doing the same thing, Mary Washington Healthcare doing the same thing that I think a lot of uh, businesses are trying to figure out. Um, how do we handle all of our kids being at home? Mm-hmm. And uh, how do we handle people not being able to take off of work maybe um and then some people working from home and then how do we handle the the child care issues so there's a lot of like this is a a new thing that we're experiencing and i know a lot of the the businesses are trying to figure that out separately that's all it's all within your own company and your own business i i've heard i heard of a a case in the in the richmond area of a a, an employee at a 7-eleven who works in 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 richmond and and her her daughter has come down with and been and, and, and tested positive and so she's quitting her job 
to wow. go home and take care uh. of her child. But you know, just that you know, there's there's rent, there's you know, there's 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 everyday life, and we're all still just trying to come to come to grips with it. Um, talking to somebody downtown yesterday. And I think we can all relate to this. They they were talking about you know how Friday was so it was it was sunny and really warm mm-hmm. on Friday, and, and and they said that downtown there was such a everybody's you know just worried and just everybody was down when normally this time of year you have a day in the seventies everybody's it's bouncing packed. around. Yeah, you're, you're, it's a Friday. Yeah, everybody's everywhere. Yes. The kids are out, you know, and, and you're walking around taking pictures and, you know, doing your thing. No, the it, mood was totally... It is. It's the mood. It's mm-hmm. just... It's it's the mood of, of everything. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but now every little ache and pain I oh, have... Yes. I, Isn't that horrible? I woke up yesterday morning. <laughs> I woke up and I had all the covers on, and so yeah. I'm sweating. Yeah. And my first thought is, I have a fever. I have a fever. Yeah. And then I take them off, yeah. and I get cold. I know. I've got the chills. Oh, it's and the worst. It yeah. is because we're talking about this. We're all talking about it, and it's it's like you're waiting for a snowstorm, and you just don't know. Yeah, and unfortunately, and, and you know, we had uh, discussed this a little bit earlier in the week uh, last week, but unfortunately. Waiting for a snowstorm, even, you know, you've got that same panicked feel, but you have no idea when this one's going to end. And you don't know Mm -hmm. how long this one's going to shut down schools and you don't know how long it's going to affect businesses. We're going to talk more uh, about small business and about uh, the sort of the sort of mood around that and what small business owners are doing. And we'll talk more about the uh, school situation as well coming up after this break with Mary Washington Healthcare on the Sunday morning show. When it comes to your orthopedic care, we're better together. On July 1st, Fredericksburg Orthopedic Associates, PC, also known as FOA, joined the Mary Washington Healthcare family and became Mary Washington Orthopedics in affiliation with FOA. With our joint knowledge and combined care, you can have peace of mind knowing you'll receive the same consistently expert care you've experienced with FOA. Backed by the expertise of Mary Washington Healthcare. With convenient locations in Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, and Stafford. We are here for you. Visit practices.mwhc.com for more information. To make an appointment with an orthopedic physician, call 540-372-4221. Or to make a physical therapy appointment, call 540-479-4764. B101.5, it's the Sunday Morning Show, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, a special edition of the Sunday Morning Show. We are live, and Ted Schubel's alongside this morning and talking about, of course, the thing that we're all talking about pretty much everywhere, uh, the coronavirus, the spread of this and what's going on, the fears around it. Uh, just a few minutes ago, we were uh, we were sort of highlighting what's going on over at Mary Washington Healthcare with uh, the chief medical officer there. Mm-hmm. No visitors will be allowed after 8 o'clock tonight. Tonight, yes. That was a move that I think was expected. Yeah, I think every I think everybody understands it. And I, I noticed on our Facebook page, some people said, so if, uh, and I think they, they did it to give some people a chance to make some plans or to get ready. Because somebody, I know somebody wrote, you know, if you're doing it at 8 o'clock Sunday, why, why don't you just do it immediately? 
But no, I think, and, and I think most healthcare systems that I have seen around the state are, are all doing that. So it's the next step. It is, yeah. And it, and it's it's in an effort, obviously, to slow the numbers. It's in an effort to keep us as safe as possible. Um, and, and it's unfortunate that we have to take these steps, but these are the steps to take. Um, I think a lot of people, I, w- I was hearing a lot of people on, on Facebook, um, on text uh, coming into the studio over the last several days, I guess the the thing is, can we, you know, the I kept hearing people say, I'm tired of hearing about this. I'm tired of talking about it. Yes, we are, too, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> just so you know, uh, I'm tired. I am tired of, of that being the first thing that pops up when you open up your Instagram or your Facebook yeah. or whatever. I'm tired of that being the thing on the news. What's unfortunate is that we have to do it that way so that everyone is informed, so that no one misses the message. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe it's not the greatest idea for our mental health during this time for us to sit in front of that coverage for 24 hours a day, because that will wear on you. And you do have to get away from it. You, I, you like you say, you know, you know, find out what you need to know. You know, get the information you need for where, where you're at and in your area, and then try to get away from it. Do do what you, do what you can. But I would say, you know, just just based on, I think, you know, as you and I have talked about, you know, our what we've done on the weekends, it's been much less around people. Yeah. And if everybody is doing that, and they are, I think, because nobody wants to deal with this, that, that, that I think this will be successful. It's just now a question of, you know, how long. Now, I know you've heard these uh, guidelines already, probably, uh, but we do want to uh, pass these along. We did get some... Um, you know, from health officials, state health officials, federal health officials. Of course, it is well known now that uh, and the older group, the the seniors, are at higher risk for getting the virus. I know. I know a lot of ch- any church today that I saw in the area that's that's having services, that's having actual services in the church, has said to, if you're 60 or older. Please don't come. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to come. Right. Um, so some of the other, uh, from the CDC, some of the other guidelines for the higher risk uh, groups, you should be the ones who stock up on supplies. Uh, take everyday precautions, of course, keeping some space. This is the new phrase that we're hearing. Uh, social distancing is the new yes. new trendy phrase, unfortunately. Uh, when you go out in public, keep away from others who are sick, limit close contact and wash your hands often. Well, that's something we've seen everywhere pretty much. Mm-hmm. Hand sanitizers in businesses. Uh, you go to the grocery store, wipe down the cart. They've, they've got everything out there. Some of them are doing that for you when you walk in to make sure it's getting done. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing, and I know restaurants, they're now wiping down the the, the menus, if you use the touch screen, sometimes they'll do it for you or they're wiping down the screens. Just a lot of little things I think that, that none of us really ever thought of. Whoever, whoever thought that when you, you, you know, you hand the menu back to the waitress and then they hand it to you, whoever gave that We weren't thought. thinking about that at all. I no. mean, you had the one germaphobe in your group probably who may right. have been thinking about it, but... <laughs> and you made outside, fun of that person. Yeah, you did. You're not making fun of them now. You hope to have them with you everywhere you go now. But those are just some of the things, obviously, to uh, for the at, more at-risk groups. Um, but all of us are kind of taking some of those same guidelines oh, yeah. and precautions right yeah. now, which is not a bad idea. There, there, and there were a number of different things that I would have either gone 
drawn to mm-hmm. or just that I'm not doing now just because uh, it's it's a it's a it's a large crowd and you don't know where that crowd has been. Also, am I alone uh, here when I say that all I want to do now is touch my face? Um, yes. <laughs> Every time you do it, you think stop. <laughs> I, re- I had no idea how much I touch my I face know. until this is all uh, been to the forefront of our lives now. Um, all right. So we wanted to talk for a moment about uh, businesses in general, but but especially small business. I mean, we've got a ton of small business uh, here in the Fredericksburg region. And of course, it's a concern. There is a there is a big concern. It's being talked about everywhere, especially in the small business community of, gosh, I hope this doesn't affect too much where mm-hmm. people will not go out and shop yeah. and shop small and shop local. That is a big concern right now. Oh, it's 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 huge because so many, as you talk to businesses, especially yesterday, I did a lot of it downtown and a lot of them just operate at, at such narrow margins anyway. And, and, and there is a big concern. We got s- s- some good ideas and, and, and some good insight. Uh, on what's going on with small businesses with April Peterson at River Rock Outfitter. She's involved with uh, Fredericksburg downtown and uh, has, has has a good grasp of uh, just what is, is going on in the, in, the, in the downtown business community. Buy gift cards. Gift cards are amazing because what you're doing is go online, call up a shop, purchase a gift card. This, is, this allows the business to have cash flow during this period keeps the business open, keeps rent paid, keeps employees employed. It also shows that you love that business and, and that's appreciated during this time when business owners are scared. But in addition, it means that we're going to see you later. So when the situation is all over, you can come bring that gift card back into the shop and um, spend it in one of your favorite shops downtown. So if you're looking for a way to support, maybe consider having food delivered, purchase from stores online, or definitely buy gift cards to your favorite stores and uh, show your love for downtown. And it's like a big family, you know, uh, When I talk to some of the business owners downtown, the majority of the business owners, what they're worried about isn't their own life. What they're worried about is they're keeping their employees employed um, and and paying their rent so that their business can be around. And for these employees who are hourly employees, they don't have sick leave. um, They don't have those cushions like a lot of other people do um, in their own jobs. We can't have them telework. I don't, you know, you can't do that in retail. So for us figuring out if there is a situation where we're going to have to close down our shops, how do we ensure that we keep our um, employees employed? Because I don't want to lose my three. So what do I need to do to do that? And our customers want to ensure that they help keep Migana, Jenna, and Lawton employed as well. And so for them, I tell them, we got to keep cash flowing. And the best way that we can do that is buy from us online, buy those gift cards, and come shop with us once this is all over. Or as I said, come downtown. You know, the businesses are doing extraordinary measures to make sure that their shops are clean and disinfected. One of the things that I noticed just now is we talked yesterday morning, mid-morning, in the store. You didn't hear anybody talking. You mm. didn't hear the door yeah. opening. Yeah. And, and, and that's a concern. But I, I just, as we were listening to that right there, I thought, boy, you, you know, I, I say, you know, 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning, if I were to go into, whether it's River Rock or any other place, to try to do an interview with the owner, we wouldn't be standing in the middle of the store. We'd be going back into an office. We were in the middle of the store. Where it's unfortunately very quiet. And I noticed. In the middle of the store. And right I noticed now. downtown yesterday. Yesterday, 
Um, there, there were not nearly the people. Now, I talked to about a half dozen businesses yesterday, and, and they all said everything's down a little bit, but nothing really noticeable at yeah. this point. But as we talk about, you know, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, those numbers, as those numbers start going up, if there is a, a fatality in this area, you know, when things like that start to happen... I think we even pull back a little bit more. Oh, of course. Uh, it just it causes that that momentary shock that says I shouldn't go out of my house. Um, it causes that. I I did hear a, a comparison uh, from someone. Actually, I've heard this a couple of times actually uh, from people that are this feeling that you have when you're like sitting at home watching the news coverage. You're watching what's going on, and then it's affecting what you're doing. This this feeling is reminiscent, unfortunately of the 9-11 time. Mm -hmm. I've heard that more than once. Yeah. People yeah. people describing this feeling afterward of like, oh my gosh, this is a crisis. I'm sitting and watching all of this coverage for a long time, seeing the numbers go up, mm -hmm. uh, realizing maybe I shouldn't go out, fearful of what's going to happen when you do. That it's that is it is unfortunate, but it is reminiscent. It's in also, some ways. It's also interesting. I've seen some people posting newspaper articles from the, the you know the early 1900s and the Spanish flu around here, and how for a couple of months they restricted travel. And, you know, you you were here and you, you you stayed. This is all new for us. You know, there you know the the the, the people that the, the the people that are still alive that around the Spanish flu time were young children so they don't remember this but you read about that stuff and you start comparing it to what we're what we're dealing with and it is like you know it is pretty scary yeah it is and that and that's why we're that's why we're doing all these things that's why we're talking about it and uh hopefully hopefully these 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 measures lessen it a bit because the 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 whole underlying thing of why we're doing this is to not overwhelm the healthcare system. So we were talking, of course, about the schools being closed. Um, each individual school system, they all have different things going on as far as like taking care of learning and whatnot for children, uh, taking care of kids that maybe eat uh, breakfast and lunch and another meal um, while they're at school. Each individual system. Everybody's doing it. The city's got a pro program on it. I know Spotsylvania's putting something together. Staff the same way that's all that will we'll all be really clear i think as the week goes on that's that that is being put together yeah and i feel like um especially and i know again this is all different in each school system but i did hear from uh, fredericksburg city schools talking about how they are partnering with some of the local businesses to be able to provide uh, wi-fi internet service uh to students who don't have it mm -hmm. um so that they can learn at home and so that they can continue to do their work um just it's really i think it's really interesting to see these school systems sort of step up and say, okay, what can we do? It's no, There's no protocol for, for exactly what we've had right. going on here. And there are some businesses, D, I've seen, there are, there are some businesses in the area that are saying that uh, with, uh, with, with school out and all, come lunchtime, if, if you're a minor and you're hungry and you need lunch, no questions asked. You come in, and in one place, they'll, they'll give you a, a small cheese pizza. And they're doing that for the duration, each day, to, to provide people with, with lunches. And 
you do you we're starting to see people come together and do these things where i've seen on facebook if, if you're having problems and you need food you know contact me i'll get you something kind of things so there are some of the, those things starting to really take take hold which is is nice it to is. see yes um and and that that warms your heart i do know um and i don't have the information right in front of me and i know a lot of different businesses and people are doing this but i do know our friends at the uh the give back team uh with uh ginger walker and and uh, Caldwell, mm-hmm. um, I do know that they had they had put out on their their social media platforms about you know listen if we can help um, people older people who may not feel like they can go out to get groceries or go get a prescription or you know whatever if you're afraid of doing that and you need assistance there are groups of people just you know reach out to someone because yeah. someone will know a business or a group or an organization who is available for that assistance yeah so if you know it's out there and and the community is coming together and that's that's that warms my heart i feel like that helps in in times like this and a lot of this as this develops in the days ahead our facebook page will have all this kind of information it's it's, it's a great resource to be able to see and hear what's going on in the in the community we'll, we'll have it we'll have it here but we'll also have it uh with uh, you know with our social media platforms Yep, stay up to date all the time on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at B1015FM. We've got plenty of things on our YouTube channel, at B1015FM, and on our website, B1015.com. Thanks for joining me, Ted, on the Sunday show. Yeah, yep, glad to do it.